Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. We're jumping over to Acts 22 today, but I'll provide a little context from the end of Acts 21, starting in verse 27. It says, When the seven days were almost completed, the Jews from Asia, seeing him in the temple, stirred up the whole crowd and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who is teaching everyone everywhere against the people and the law in this place. Moreover, he even brought Greeks into the temple and has defiled this holy place. Jumping down to verse 33, Then the tribune came and arrested him and ordered him to be bound with two chains. He inquired who he was and what he had done, and some in the crowd were shouting one thing and some another. And as he could not learn the facts because of the uproar, he ordered him to be brought into the barracks. Verse 39, Paul replied, I am a Jew from Tarsus and Cilicia, a citizen of no obscure city. I beg you, permit me to speak to the people. When he had given him permission, Paul, standing on the steps, motioned with his hand to the people, and when there was a great hush, he addressed them in the Hebrew language, saying, we'll pick it up in Acts 22, starting in verse 1, Brothers and fathers, hear the defense that I now make before you. And when they heard that he was addressing them in Hebrew, they became even more quiet, and he said, I am a Jew born in Tarsus and Cilicia, but brought up in this city, educated at the feet of Gamaliel, according to the strict manner of the law of our fathers, being zealous for God as all of you are this day. I persecuted this way to the death, binding and delivering to prison both men and women, as the high priest and the whole council of elders can bear me witness. From them I received letters to the brothers, and I journeyed towards Damascus to take those also who were there and bring them in bonds to Jerusalem to be punished. As I was on my way and drew near to Damascus, about noon a great light from heaven shone around me, and I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And I answered, Who are you, Lord? And he said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. Now those who were with me saw the light, but did not understand the voice of the one who was speaking to me. And I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said to me, Rise and go into Damascus. There you will be told all that is appointed for you to do. Since I could not see because of the brightness of that light, I was led by the hand by those who were with me, came into Damascus. And one Ananias, a devout man according to the law, well spoken of by all the Jews who lived there, came to me and standing by me said to me, Brother Saul, receive your sight. At that very hour I received my sight and saw him, and he said, The God of our fathers appointed you to know his will, to see the righteous one and to hear a voice from his mouth. For you will be a witness for him to every one of what you have seen and heard, and now why do you wait? Rise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on his name. Verse 17, When I had returned to Jerusalem and was praying in the temple, I fell into a trance and saw him saying to me, Make haste and get out of Jerusalem quickly, because they will not accept your testimony about me. I said, Lord, they themselves know that in one synagogue after another I imprisoned and beat those who believed in you. And when the blood of Stephen your witness was being shed, I myself was standing by and approving, watching over the garments of those who killed him. And he said, Go, for I will send you far away to the Gentiles. Now I have a simple question for you today. What's your story? If you identify as Christian, as Christian, or, quote, of Christ then what does that look like in your story? Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. His identity, Paul's identity here, as he tells what you could call his life story, his identity is tied to Jesus. 
He tells a story of two different people, who he used to be and who he became when he met Jesus on the road. So if someone asked you, who are you? What's your story? Where does Jesus fit? Scripture tells us to always be ready to give an account, to be witnesses to Christ when the time comes. If you haven't already, let me encourage you to put some thought into your story today. You don't need a script or an outline. Just think about your story. How would you tell it? Where does Jesus fit? Paul has his chance, and his story is built around not his own exploits, but what God has done in and through him. We've talked about this before, that if you're willing to be a witness to Christ, God will give you an audience. And we see over and over that Paul is given an audience. If, as, for, as 2 Corinthians says, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old has passed away and new has come. What makes you new? It doesn't have to be complicated or fancy. How are you different today because of Christ? You don't need a 20-minute speech or even a 7-minute podcast. A couple minutes is plenty. For most people, that's all you're going to get. What's your story? Who is Jesus to you? Let me encourage you to put some thought into that today as you go about your day. Now, fair warning, if you put thought into your story and where Jesus fits in it, you will have an opportunity to tell your story. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but as the movie goes, someday and for the rest of your life. You'll have a chance. So let me encourage you to think about your story and be prepared when the time comes. Pray to God to prepare you for the audience that he will give you. Maybe it's one person alone by the water cooler. Maybe it's a mob screaming as it was for Paul. But God will give you the words when the time comes. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for our stories. Thank you for what you're doing in and through us. Thank you for how you've changed us. You've taken us from dead to being alive together with you, God. Being separated from you to being in your presence, God. We thank you for what you're doing. Lord, prepare us for the audience that you are preparing for us. And show us our stories. Lord, make us aware of the stories that you have written in our lives. Make us aware of the roles that you've prepared us for. Lord, and give us the boldness to tell those stories when the time comes. Thank you for using us for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.